The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. When life hands you a unique shift, what happens next? The gift is the shift. Welcome to The Sky's the Limit with your host, Karen Levitt. In our program, you will hear from people who have discovered the gift, whether through personal experience or those that are helping others through this experience. You'll find the next hour to be a motivating and encouraging one. Now, here is Karen Levitt. Hi, welcome to The Sky's the Limit. This is Karen Levitt, and I have the pleasure to be joined this week with my guest, Sasha Fossa. And Sasha is a sex, relationship, and intimacy coach. She's Advanced Certified Tantric Educator, or ACTE, and a Holistic Healer who helps individuals and couples get the best sex and love life they have always wanted. She has 20 certifications in healing and art and 10 years of practice. She offers coaching, healing, and bodywork from a place of academic, exponential, and embodied knowledge, having personally walked the path of sexual trauma and depression to awakening and healing, empowering others to heal and release trauma, have more pleasure, and to live, as she says, orgasmically, to become her, has become her greatest passion. And with that, I would like to welcome Sasha. Thank you, Karen. Welcome, everyone, and thanks for having me on the show. It's an honor. You're welcome. I'm excited to get into this to really, um, you know, enlighten everybody to what it is you do because it's such a great um, service and a healing art and practice. And um, so with that, I like always like to go back to a bit of a brief bio to let the listeners know who you are and how you evolved into all of this. And um, with that, what Tantra is and a lot of misconceptions. Great. Thank you. So let's see, I'll start with my personal journey has led me to the work that I do with um, individuals and couples. I call myself a best sex and love life coach. And that's really the term that I've given to the work that I have created that are under, is under the umbrella of sacred temple art. Mm-hmm. So sacred temple arts are combining holistic healing arts, body work, energy work with Tantra. And Tantra is not always and, and often not actually about sex. The modern concept of Tantra um, tends to be people think Tantra is about sex. Tantra is about weaving wholeness and unity within oneself with the spiritual and with one's body and energy first before it's about any kind of union or sexual experience. Mm -hmm. So Tantra is just a small part of what I bring into the greater umbrella of the healing practices and tools that I combine for awakening and for really embodying spiritual empowerment and healing into one's life. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, how did that evolve for you, Sasha? Like, you know, what, where did that come from? Because I, I get that, and it's really all very beautiful, and it's, it's incredible. It works. Um, but, yeah, how did this evolve for you? So my life was filled with chaos and a lot of trauma. There was physical and psychological, emotional and sexual issues um, from very early on. I had parents that fought throughout my childhood and went through a very ugly divorce in my adolescence, and my dad passed just a few months after my parents' divorce ended. And to me, it was literally, it was like he died of a broken heart. Um, So for all of that to have happened to me, it brought me to a place of real curiosity and wanting to know how one could have better relationships, intimacy, Mm -hmm. more love, and connection. Hmm. You know what comes up? Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, in listening to you, what comes up for me is, you know, oftentimes when we have... um, I don't like the word dysfunctional, but we have any sort of yeah dysfunction in our life. You know, we, we self-soothe. So I, I find it very interesting. You, you, you were awake and you were in tune with yourself and you, you didn't seek to self-soothe in another manner. Oh, mm-hmm. actually, I did. I self-soothed um, with substances, and I self-soothed early in my adolescence, especially where um, going into adolescence, I had an experience of date rape was when my I lost my virginity, and it was something that was very, to me, shameful, and I didn't tell anybody about it. There wasn't even a word um, for, there wasn't even the word date rape back then, actually, mm-hmm. and So I felt very disempowered on many levels in my life, and having that experience, I had gained a reputation of being a slut early on, Um, and with that shame and that label, I came to this place of soothing for me was to just really live it. I was Mm -hmm. already being called it. Why not just be it? Um, I didn't know anything different. It actually seemed to be the way that um, a lot of girls my age were finding that they thought that they could have connection and intimacy and maybe some more power with boys that way. Okay. So there was a whole lot of choosing external experiences to try to self-choose. And that continued until I had my first and biggest awakening, which was, um, so I had said my father died when I was 20, and at 22, after two years after that, I was in college, um, I had gotten to a place of depression and Mm -hmm. so much PTSD that I actually, on Thanksgiving, chose to try to end my life and threw myself into the ocean. Um, I had just experienced a relationship breakup. I had had all kinds of family turmoil. I was actually sick with a fever, and I had just decided that this world was too much for me, and I Mm -hmm. needed to leave. And it was, I live in New England. It was very cold. It was snowing. And I threw myself into the ocean from a place that I knew I would not be able to climb out. 
Oh. Um, it was, again, it was stormy, and I had heavy clothing on. And my experience was that I was being dragged, feeling myself going down deeper and underneath the water, and then I heard a voice that said, no. And I oh. had never heard this voice before. Mm-hmm. And I woke up far from where I had actually jumped in, laying in the grass, and I opened my eyes, and I was in ecstasy. I was experiencing bliss, and I was seeing everything around me as pure light. Every blade of grass, everything was just pure light. And I just was in this amazing rapturous experience for a few moments, or who knows how long. It was timeless. Mm-hmm. And then my mind kicked in and said, you must be dead. And then I said, well, where's my dad then? The whole purpose of this was to try to get to my dad and get to an easier place of being. Um, so then I had the experience of being almost like pulled back in this energy wave of suddenly washed over me and I was actually in my body and I was freezing and I realized I'm not dead. I don't know how I got out of the water, but I will be dead if I sit here and have hypothermia pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. So I ended up, um, after that experience, essentially what happened was is I had had a glimpse of a different experience in reality, maybe, you know, spiritual is what most people would call it. Mm -hmm. I had an opportunity of rebirth and reawakening, and I had touched the essence of ecstasy in my body and felt this embodiment of this light and this ecstasy. So I ended up leaving traditional college at that time that I went, where I had been, and I went on a personal journey of self-education and discovery into spirituality, healing arts, um, many, many, many certifications and experiences of delving into Reiki, polarity, shamanism, astrology, esoteric studies. Um, I became very reclusive in some ways and mm-hmm. very much focused on meditation and healing and following different uh, spiritual teachers. Mm-hmm. And in that process, it, I was in my 20s and... My sexuality was still, I was always very alive sexually. And that part of me became more and more sort of in this dark closet that was hidden because no one in these spiritual programs or in these classes I was taking were talking about sex. And actually, if it was brought up, Mm -hmm. it was brought up in a negative way. And I actually had teachers that were celibate and that thought that, any type of sexual energy was lower vibration mm-hmm. and not something to incorporate onto the spiritual path. Okay. I also found that some of these teachers had a lot of physical disabilities that I later saw as part of that possible correlation that when somebody is awakening and experiencing large amounts of spiritual energy, to not actually embody it, 
um, into our lower chakras, into our whole body, to be sexually alive and active as well can be very disruptive to us um, and our human bodies. So what happened later in this story is that I came across a flyer one day that had the word sacred sex. They had sacred sexuality, so sacred and sex together. And I had Hmm. never seen that before. And Mm -hmm. I signed up that day for that workshop. So this was in my 20s, and this was the first um, embarking on a journey of studying Tantra that I took. And I ended up diving in really quickly, which is what I do. And I went out to Colorado and took a 10-day intensive after taking a first beginner's workshop. And I came home traumatized from the experience because oh, no. it, there was so much outward sexual energy being run and lack of boundaries and a lot of nudity and just experience of Tantra that a lot of people might think about in terms of this type of work. Mm-hmm. So was my first experience and it was really overwhelming as I said and I ended up coming back home and going on a 10 day uh, retreat with the Dalai Lama's Kali Chakra initiation mm-hmm. and I bring that up because I realized later in my life that what had happened was I had delved into the red Tantra the sexual Tantra very intensely mm-hmm. and it had scared me, and I had, not knowing it, run in the other direction of white Tantra, which is what the Dalai Lama practices, mm-hmm. the Buddhist Tantra, which is using the union of energies of masculine, feminine, sexual and divine energies within oneself and within, their, within the body rather than sharing it as in the red Tantra outwardly mm-hmm. with others. Interesting. We're coming up on a break, Sasha, so I wondered if we could pick this back up when when we come back. So I'm going to ask the listeners to stay with us, and we'll be with you shortly. Thank you. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Do you feel alone, even when you're surrounded by others? Do you feel that there's sometimes nowhere to turn and nobody really understands? Remember, you are not alone. Every week, host April J. Ford, who has faced adversity as a constant in her life, helps you rise above life's challenges with your own blueprint meant to help you find out who you are. April's challenges have included childhood sexual abuse, becoming a widow and single parent at 32, and other such curveballs. She'll help you every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Do you have complete control over your thoughts and your life? It seems like we do, but there are always outside forces that are wreaking havoc with that control. How do we get our thoughts back on track, so to speak? 
Listen for help. My thoughts are holding me hostage with Dr. Jeffrey Fannin. When you command the power of thought, you can achieve or have whatever you want. Make the laws of the universe work for you. Tune in every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to The Sky's the Limit with Karen Levitt. If you have a comment or question about the show, we encourage you to send an email to the sky's the limit show at gmail.com. That's the sky's the limit show at gmail.com. And remember to use the hashtag the gift is the shift all over social media and encourage others to discover the program. Now, back to Karen Levitt. Hi, this is Karen Levitt, and I have the pleasure to be joined with Sasha Fosa. And we were talking about her experience where she went on a retreat with Tantra and came back and had experienced some trauma. And she had known the difference between wet red and white Tantra. So I want to get back into that, um, Sasha, because it's really intriguing. And I think there's a lot of deep information there for the listeners, as well as um, through your journey. You know, you had trauma early on and then went to this retreat, came back and experienced trauma through the process. So I wondered how your friends and family viewed you and what it felt like for you. Thanks, Karen. Sure. So I've had an experience in this lifetime of um, blood family is not something I have much of our connection with. Um, I have built spiritual family um, greatly over the years, and that has included um, a lot of women, especially in my life, that have had spiritual awakening journeys. Um, and with that, I did still experience and actually still do with my business and the particular stream of um, the sexual energy uh, focus that I have. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of judgment that comes with that from people. There's a lot of shame and sexual trauma and sexual shutdown in our society, which is why I feel this work so important. Um, but this is, I've really walked the lone path for a long time. I would say that the first time I came into community of like-minded um, and supportive other people, Mm-hmm. And my life was, um, my undergraduate work was at Leslie in a fairly alternative program, and in it I focused on goddess awakening and healing um, adolescent girls through goddess stories and goddess mythology and women's spirituality. So I was surrounded in that program by a lot of women that were healers and doing alternative methods of healing and therapies. Mm-hmm. So they became kind of, I had like a goddess posse. That was really my closest um, friends and spiritual colleagues and and connection and support. But it was Mm -hmm. very small. And later I found that as well at Goddard when I did my master's, another progressive alternative school. Mm Mm-hmm. But the place I really found the most community was when I did my advanced, and this was really just about seven or eight years ago that I went fully into getting my certification in Tantra and went back to Tantra 
to learn it in a safe and a different type of, of way. And that experience was Michael Murdad, who's been on this show, is one of my teachers. Mm-hmm. And I also had uh, my most in-depth training at Source Tantra, which is a school that's been around for 30 years in California. Mm-hmm. Charles Muir and his wife, Caroline, his ex-wife now, Caroline Muir, founded it. And there's a lot of information about them if you Google them. And Charles is an amazing teacher. He's still teaching. And it was in the safety of these very intensive 10-day trainings that I did extensively for over a number of years that I found the most support and connection with like-minded individuals and really created a family, a Tantra family mm-hmm. at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, what's interesting is I've lost a lot of my Tantra family at this point, and that has been because I've chosen to take my experience of Tantra and to really go more mainstream with it, including mm-hmm. in choosing a partner that's much more mainstream and practices Tantra with me and teaches Tantra, but comes from a very different perspective on it, which I think is important for us to mm-hmm. be able to share this work with anyone. You do not have to be spiritual. You don't have to have any holistic or alternative beliefs to be able to come to us and receive coaching and healing work that will be a benefit. Excellent. That's awesome. That's great information. It sounds like your whole journey led you on a process of self-love and discovery, and you were able to honor yourself. And so I'd like to ask or have you share uh, about your business, which is Sacred Temple Arts, and um, what, what what are the arts, if you will, and what is the mission of the business that you've been so blessed to create? Sure. So Sacred Temple Arts came to me as part of a larger vision in supporting others to have a guide or a person in place to help them to fully be themselves and to release and heal trauma in a nurturing and holistic environment um, with healing and supportive coaching, but also holistic healing touch. So early on, I had thought of being a psychologist, and I thought of being a sex therapist. And there's all these wonderful paths that involve a lot of what I am uh, approaching and teaching with people, but they don't include touch. You can't touch your clients. Mm -hmm. Um, All of my touch is safe, energetic, clothing on, just to be clear here what I'm talking about, Mm -hmm. Any of the sexual healing work is clients' home play, things that they can do in alone or with a partner if they have one in terms of the more red tantra practices. Okay. So essentially, I include healing arts of um, energy work and body work. As I said, I have a large repertoire. Um, we have a focus with using access consciousness now, which is something I'm certified in and my partner is certified in. And it's a modality that really wakes people up quickly. Um, even one session can activate new energy in the body. And so there's so much I could say about that modality, but there's a lot yeah. of information even in a separate page on the website. Okay, so I, I was wondering if you could give a brief overview on, on what it is, because it sounds like it would be incredible. Cause you... Sure, yeah. Okay. So 
Access consciousness is a way to tap into your your life force and your own energy and to upgrade it, to really bring in a new level of energy and vibration into your body. Mm-hmm. Um, this process was, uh, was channeled by a man named Gary Douglas, and essentially it's a worldwide phenomenon now with this type of healing work. Um, I am only certified in the bars and the body process sessions. There's numerous things you can be certified in through this. They actually have a talk show um, on the Empowerment Channel, which is funny. So if anyone wants to look at that, um, you can look up Access Consciousness and Gary Douglas and Dane here. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the Access Consciousness work is gentle, energetic touch on the head, the hands and the feet mostly. And again, my personal experience was it, with it was that my partner and I are capable of having amazing experiences energetically and sexually. And when we first ran the bars on each other and had the experience in class of receiving this new energy upgrade, we mm-hmm. were just totally blown away by how much more energy, life force, vitality we felt in our bodies and when mm-hmm. we were capable of sharing with each other. So you're mentioning tapping. So when I hear that, what comes up for me is to um, EFT in any way? Because I know that taps on different meridian points in the body. Right. Uh, EFT is a great modality. No, we don't do tapping. We do light touch that is almost, it looks like you're holding mudras um, or doing uh, cranial sacral work. It's very similar Mm -hmm. to. Okay. So I combine, I work with the access consciousness, but I also, I'm a Reiki master. I have um, polarity and all these other types of energy work. So my sessions are very intuitive as to what the person really needs in that moment of where where the session's going to go and what we're going to focus on specifically. Okay. Well, they sound like, like I said, they're incredible, this access consciousness. It sounds, um, you know, like it really, like you said, to have results after one treatment. And and what, um, does it does it work on trauma? Does it work on illness? Can it help resolve blocks in your body? So the, does it create more of an energy flow for healing, all kinds of healing? All of those things. Yep. It's a, it, again, what I found was, after all the modalities I studied, I came mm-hmm. to access consciousness and I went, wow, this one tops them all for me. Um, hmm. Of energy, hands-on work. This really tops it. So that has been uh, a major part of what we include in session work now. So, okay, so you do this yourself or do you do this with your partner, Ian? You do this in conjunction with Ian? Is that right? I do. And we offer something that's a little different. I haven't seen it offered through any other access consciousness bars practitioners. They call it running the bars, running the energy lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ian and I actually will see couples, and we'll have two tables set up in our healing room, which, by the way, our healing room is a round room that has a copper turret over it to transmit energy. So it's a very, very powerful space. It's also located um, near Halibut Point in Rockport, which is in our home space. And it mm-hmm. Halibut Point is known as an energy vortex, the place of healing for many reasons. So 
we, we have quite a space that we work out of. And essentially when we see couples, we would have the couples each lay on a separate massage table side by side. And I would work on one and Ian would work on the other. And it's just a different experience for a couple to get to experience this energetic upgrade together mm-hmm. in this really beautiful space. We also can do a parent and a child because access consciousness is safe for children and it's also safe for pregnant women. It's recommended for really anybody. So if um, a parent came with a child, we could work on them that way at the same time. Really? So if they've got dysfunction or whatever the case may be, you can work on the two of them together Mm -hmm. and, and clear blocks. And it's obviously it's a safe, sacred space. Hmm. Yeah, that, that's yeah. incredible. It's beautiful. So it looks like I, I would really like to ask you what makes you different from other sex educators and relationship therapists. And we're heading to a break. So with that, I'm going to ask the listeners to stay tuned. And Sasha, when we come back, I'm going to ask you that question. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Great. Great. Thank you. And we'll be back in a moment. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com How do you define work? Is it that mundane Monday through Friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you? Or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment, achievement, and purpose? If you are looking to make your work life the latter, tune in to Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. There are all kinds of inspiring work-life stories told by people who have made work something to look forward to every day. Working on Purpose can be heard every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Are you living at the effect of your life rather than the cause? Do you feel stuck and ready to move beyond your self-limiting beliefs and step into a powerful new way of thinking? If so... Tune into Intentional Living with host Kristen Swarczyk. It's a transformational movement to help you create the life you desire. Intentional Living can be heard live every Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time and 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Get ready to experience a more fulfilling lifestyle. Tune in to Direct Connect Empowerment with host Fee Mazanki. The show will feature guests who have changed their lives by using the Direct Connect coaching program or have worked with the same concepts that this program offers. By hearing how others have been transformed, you will be inspired to move forward. Direct Connect Empowerment with Fee Mazanki can be heard live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to The Sky's the Limit with Karen Levitt. If you have a comment or question about the show, we encourage you to send an email to the sky's the limit show at gmail.com. That's the sky's the limit show at gmail.com. And remember to use the hashtag the gift is the shift all over social media and encourage others to discover the program. Now, back to Karen Levitt. Hi, this is Karen Levitt, joined with Sasha Fosa. And before the break, I wanted to ask her, this question, so I'll ask now, 
I want to ask what makes you different, Sasha, from other sex educators and relationship therapists that might be out there? Well, I would say that what makes us different is that we have a very holistic focus, um, that we include spirituality and tantra, but we don't ask that our clients have to have any beliefs or want to even learn about those modalities. We can teach to anyone, and we can really take these concepts and these philosophies, these practices, and make them tangible and easily accessible to anyone in their lives to have a better sex life and more love and better relationship. And essentially what our focus is really on is running more energy. Mm-hmm. Because the more energy that one has, the life force, vitality, you can call it sexual energy, we can call it anything you want. It really doesn't matter. But essentially, I think most people would agree that some of us have more energy than others. And we mm-hmm. all have this untapped, limitless resource, really, of energy when we open up to it and we learn how to ground it and we learn how to awaken it and really embody it. And so that's our practice. That's how we get people to really be able to have a better sex and love life rather than just giving them techniques and just telling them go home and do this or do this practice now or communicate this way. We incorporate all of that, but we actually get people on the table and put hands on and open up the energy and teach them also how to do it on each other, how to awaken your partner, how to heal your partner from sexual trauma by bringing more loving energy, more affection, more intimacy and connection, safe energy, safe holding, um, the Besides working with energy in this way, we also have a real strong focus on law of attraction principles. And so we work with really focusing on the positive and reframing mm-hmm. what's the negative and what's all the trauma and really bringing that out to be released, but to bring in some maybe new beliefs and ways of our motto is actually choose pleasure as a way of life. And so that that for me is I had thought life was about suffering. That was my experience. And because I believed that, I kept experiencing more suffering. And Mm -hmm. now that I've chosen to believe that life is about pleasure and joy, we're here as humans to have more fun and experience life in a good way, that Mm -hmm. is what I get more of because I've... Mm -hmm change so that it, those thought forms, I've moved more energy in my body to reflect that, and I embody more pleasure now. And I'd love to see more people on this planet embodying their joy and pleasure and having less of the suffering as a constant experience with them. Right. Right. Life doesn't have to be hard. I think we're taught early on, you know, in school, keep your head down. Uh, nose to the grindstone, you know, it almost becomes a pair of blinders and then we don't see because we think it has to be hard. Um, and yeah, there, there's, it's, it's great. I'm applauding a strong work ethic. I get that. It's to yeah. be str- struggle and strife and everything has to be difficult. And, and um, yeah, cumbersome is, is not the way we're meant to be. And I wanted to go back a bit because you mentioned, you know, when you do your sessions, you talked about People don't need to have a belief system, but you hold that belief. And, um, you know, you also work with individuals as well. So this isn't necessarily 
sex therapy for just couples. So how how does the session or what does the session look like for an individual? Absolutely. It actually looks um, very similar in some ways to a couple in that every session, first we have our clients fill out a questionnaire to really help us to customize the session to what we, they want to specifically look at and what we want to work on together. Um, it's a pretty extensive questionnaire, and they can either email it back or do it over the phone if they're more comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. So when... When clients come for a session, we'll talk here about a typical two-hour session um, that we would have. It would be, usually it's initially with me, and that's because my partner, um, Ian, my male partner, life partner of 11, works with me, but he has another full-time job. He hasn't transitioned into this work fully, and so he's my helper, and he's an amazing coach and has training and certification, but he's not available to do sessions as often as I am. So when we mm-hmm. see couples or individuals that want to see both of us, it usually has to be on a weekend or outside of work hours. So usually people see me first, and essentially our first part of the session would be some counseling and coaching approaches and techniques, and then I would interweave into the session some practices. This could be breath work. It could be meditation. It could be practices in terms of healing touch and, and moving energy. It, if it's an individual, I may do the practices, sit in as the um, their partner. If it was a couple, they would be doing the practices together. I would sit in with the person and do the practices. Again, mm-hmm. this is clothing on. This is safe touch. This is healing work in a different way than maybe some people have heard of Tantra. And again, that's just a misnomer about what this is about. And mm-hmm. I would balance it out with generally having, a, you know, it's nice to have an even balance between talking and coaching and working that way and then also healing hands-on body work on the massage table or having them do some practices in terms of maybe sitting on cushions on the floor and working mm-hmm. with different um, practices to run energy and awaken and do more breath work and tantra yoga. I also have, with every session, I follow up closely with my clients, and with the two-hour sessions, we provide a home play program. So the home play is really key because that's really going to be the essence of where people can do the, the Red Tantra, that they can go home and run this energy and do some practices with themselves or with a partner, and it's actually always both. We never teach just do it with your partner because... We're talking about healing and awakening energy in one's body first. You do the healing and the clearing and the sexually awakening and enlivening and embodying more pleasure in yourself. And then you get to bring it to your partner. Mm -hmm. If you're just going to your partner and you're all shut down and you have no libido and nothing's running, it's your partner's going to have to open you up and get the energy running if you're not going to do it for yourself first. So, so that being said, if someone comes in and they're, you know, they're in a couple comes in and they're one person's really blocked, going through a lot, and what what is that like? Like, how do you initially, so to speak, break the ice? You know, to get them to be more comfortable because I'm sure it's very difficult to do what you do if somebody has all kinds of blocks and barriers up, understandably, from you know what they've been through in their life. So what's, well, 
I would say it actually comes, I, I have seen this amazing experience again and again of one person will come to me and they will want so much for their partner to come, but they will feel that their partner's not ready or they can't open up to this or their partner has judgments about what this might be about um, or doesn't think that they need it. And eventually, after working with that person, we'll come up with some new ways and they'll still experiencing being able to bring their partner then in for a couple sessions. Mm-hmm. And at first, you'll see that this person does not want to be here, does not think that I'm qualified possibly, really doesn't get what, what this is about. And then to watch them just melt. I had um, a man recently who, 45 minutes into the session, I'd been working with his wife for about a year, and he had finally come in with her, jumped out of his chair and started hugging me and said, I just, we, I've gotten more out of this 45 minutes with you than I have in all the years of sex and marriage therapy that we've done. This is just amazing. And you could just mm-hmm. see, like, this awakening in him and this appreciation. And I think this is really, my gift is that I awaken people naturally by who I am and my presence and my energy. That might sound kind of odd, but it's something that I've just claimed as who I am because I've done this work. I've had this experience, and now I can translate and transmit this energy and this powerful experience to another person where it wakes them up. It causes new things to happen in their bodies. Um, couples and individuals that have been sexually shut down and unable to orgasm and, you know, really miserable in their lives and stuck in a lot of trauma will end up having different experiences as they go through some of these sessions in the process. And maybe just even one session sometimes brings a huge change. Hmm. That sounds incredible. And like you said, you, you do work with children and parents and you t- the red and the white tantra. So you, you must go over that and over that with, with your clients um, to teach them, you know, about the differences, I'm sure. And then the white tantra, again, that's more of a, like I said, a white light. Is that right? So if we can just review that because I went just explain to sure. the listeners. So the idea is the, the white tantra is more the meditation and breath work piece that would be done. It's your solo tantra practice. It's your connection directly with God. It's the Buddhist practice of connecting in with the energies of the feminine or shakti, but you're not connecting in with a embodied male or female um, mm-hmm. body and running the energy. That's the red tantra. So the okay. white tantra is all the energy work and the in the experience that is the solo practice and it is more disembodied really. It's mm-hmm. um, visualization and a different level of of running the energy than the sexual, which is like really let's work this and do this in the body. Let's run energy um, straight, you know, in sexual experiences. And I believe that we need both and that there needs to be a balance of both, and so whether I use the words white and red tantra or not, I generally don't. Mm. I do teach, again, energy, balance, safety, healing, connection. And I have to I have to ask because it's right on the tip of my tongue, and, you know, there's, I think the work you're doing is incredible, and it's beautiful. I also want to say, you know, recently, you know, there's been a movie, which has been 
out and several books, and it's great. And I wondered what your thoughts on that were. Um, and I'm talking about the Fifty Shades, which is kind of brought um, sexuality in that realm um, to the forefront. So I wondered if you want to touch on that a little bit. Sure. The you know the Fifty Shades of Grey trilogy. I have to admit, I picked them up because I figured, well, my mother's read it, everybody's read it. I need to read this as a sex educator to know what this is really about. And I was drawn into it right away, even though I was also repulsed because so much of it was actually really disempowering for women mm-hmm. um, in a number of ways. Without taking all of that aside of my personal experiences and beliefs around those, um, those books, I can say that it is absolutely wonderful that they went so mainstream and that the BDSM movement and the ability to talk with clients and with others just in life in general now has mm-hmm. increased in terms of the conversation around alternative types of sexual connecting like BDSM or kink. And so I actually have a question on my questionnaire now that is what I wouldn't have had there before because I would have thought maybe people would be too weirded out by it. But, you know, I'm curious if my clients are interested in that type of exploration. I don't do mm-hmm. it with them, but I can help them get to a place where they can have that exploration in a healthy and safe way that helps mm-hmm. to expand consciousness and energy, which is, again, what we're always foremost about. And so there's no judgment for me about what type of path or lifestyle or relationship, as long as it's not hurting anyone and it's bringing you new ways to open up and heal and experience new things in your life, then great. Then we're all for it. Right. So safe, safe, sane, and consensual seems to be the underlying theme. And with that, we're getting yeah. ready to take a quick break, Sasha. So I'm going to ask sure. listeners to please stay with us, and we'll be right back. Thank you. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. At the leading edge of quantum science, a revolution of ideas is emerging that challenges everything we believe about the nature of our world and how we define ourselves within it. Quantum Connection, exploring health, science, and spirit with Marina Rose QDNA, explores these cutting-edge breakthroughs in quantum science and offers piercing, probing, colorful, insightful dialogue and commentary with some of the world's most influential thought leaders on the most important topics of our time. Listen every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Like so many others, do you put on a game face to the world? The pressures of work, home, and personal life exerts its toll on us on a daily basis. Yet, it feels risky to let others see what lies beneath the facade, let alone talk about it. What would be possible if we could connect with each other at a deeper level, in the place where our shared humanity lies? Tune into Stories from the Heart of Leadership with host Shamin Sadek to discover how to do this in your own life. Listen live every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com 
You are listening to The Sky's the Limit with Karen Levitt. If you have a comment or question about the show, we encourage you to send an email to the sky's the limit show at gmail.com. That's the sky's the limit show at gmail.com. And remember to use the hashtag the gift is the shift all over social media and encourage others to discover the program. Now, back to Karen Levitt. Hi, this is Karen Levitt, once again joined by Sasha Fosa, my guest. And we're going to pick right up, and I'm going to ask Sasha, um, how's a sex educator? She works with teens. What age groups do you generally work with? Who are your clients? What types of topics, issues, or challenges do you address with them in a session? Great. Thanks, Karen. So, actually, I have not worked with teens as much as adults. And I do have certification through Planned Parenthood that I can do work with teens um, and do some sex education classes. I have thought about uh, actually creating some where I would first teach the parents about specifically what I would be presenting to the teens and then getting a group of teens together that way through the parents first. Um, pretty much I would need consent, of course, from any parent if they're under 18 in terms of any types of guidance, healing, and counseling. So I tend to, almost all of my clients have been um, over 18, and the teenagers that I have seen have been um, parents bringing their kid eventually to me after trusting in me and seeing me for some time, and that has been for an access consciousness session. And again, I've done it either over the phone or in person where I offer a really strong, positive sex education to the youth that includes, without having to use the words around tantra or sacred sexuality, you know, yes, faith, consensual, um, but also spiritual, sacred. I'll just give an example of the difference between maybe, I know for myself and my youth, um, the word vagina or, or any of the other words that we have that are just plain awful for the female genitalia, uh, the tantra word is yoni, which means sacred space. And just the concept, if, if girls were taught that they have a sacred space, there would be a lot different in terms of their experience of adolescence, in my opinion. So I mm-hmm. do interweave Tantra in that way with just some real basic and, um, again, sex-positive and real accurate new information on sex ed. Most of us received inaccurate, horrible sex education. So I not only reteach adults, but I offer for teens um, a better opportunity right. <laughs> and do you, do you learn also, other than in school. <laughs> do you also address um, in your sessions with, you know, young adults, well, first of all, I want to say it's based on self-love, but do you also address such issues, um, self-esteem, which would be, you know, the um, deprecating behavior that some do, um, has in cutting, uh, depression, you know, all of that. Do you, do you address some of those issues in sessions? Teenagers? Absolutely. Always with whether it's teens or adults have these issues too. I mean, a body image is such a huge piece that needs healing in almost everyone on some level. 
body healing and, um, and body acceptance to really mm-hmm. make that change into being more embodied and loving your body. How can you really experience a wonderful sexual experience with another if you're ashamed and unable to really inhabit and open up your own body? You just can't. Mm-hmm. Right. No, that, that's awesome. It's so needed. Um, and you offer, re- well, retreats or and workshops. So you have one coming up. Would you like to share that with the listeners? Sure, yeah. We offer workshops and classes. Um, the retreats are actually customized to individuals. Since we're in beautiful Rockport, it's kind of a vacation experience that one can get um, some tantric coaching and healing and, and experience of an immersion um, by themselves or with the with their partner. Um, so there's information on that on our website, but also we just actually had a class called Awaken and Master Your Energy, Discover the Keys to More Health and Vitality. That was an afternoon workshop. And although I don't have anything about sexual energy in the um, presentation of the, the the wording that I'm using, because um, mm-hmm. I found that I have to take it out for a lot of people to um, to be interested in coming at first, but we do work with sexual energy, whether we call it sexual energy or just life force energy. Um, Mm -hmm. This workshop was about awakening and mastering it, and it was great, and we're going to be doing more of those, and I'll also be offering some classes around Valentine's Day for um, couples or for individuals who want to learn more about the sensual tantra healing arts and to be able to give the gift of that to their partner. And I know you have, um, you offered a promo discount, you said, for anyone who mentions the broadcast, the sky's the limit. You said, um, yes. Yeah, uh, so. Anybody that mentions sky is the limit can have 20% off any regular price session. So we have in-person and sky sessions. If you go to our offerings on the website, which is sacred, sacred templearts.com um, please sign up there and subscribe too then you will be able to get um, any more information around events and upcoming workshops and classes as well as free resources I also offer on the website you can schedule a free call and consultation um, with me and it's about 20 minutes and essentially it's a dive into whatever it is that you might want to work on with me and you get me for free for that amount of time and you can schedule it like I said right on the website there is um, a drop down menu under offerings for scheduling scheduling the call um, yeah so 20% off and a free call offering that we have and please do look at our website and check us out more there as well as on Facebook right and it's sacred temple yep. arts arts A-R-T-S, dot com and we're coming to a close, Sasha, so um, I want to thank you for being my guest today. It's been a pleasure and an honor to have you join me. I look forward to having you come back in the future to share with us again. And I want to thank all the listeners, and I want to ask them to please stay tuned next week. Thank you for joining us on The Sky's the Limit. Thank you for joining us for The Sky's the Limit. Karen Levitt looks forward to having you tune in for another program next Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember, the gift is the shift.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.